Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. So it's interesting that I had scheduled for me to record this parenting episode on here today because just yesterday I was watching a video that was talking about gentle parenting and the concern that's coming from people who have to deal with these kids that are being gentled parented, if that's a term, I don't even know. But then this morning, before I come on here and try to record, I saw a video of this guy and I believe he was like 25 and he's working with seventh graders and he was talking about how he looked at this girl in the classroom and she looked like she was struggling. So he said, I walked up to her and I said, hey, do you need help? And she looked at him with the biggest attitude, shaking her head. You know how when you shake your head when you have an attitude and said, do you need help? Can I help you? And was just so rude. And then he proceeds and talks about the inappropriate things that he hears these kids talking about, how it's blown his mind because even at 25 years old, he doesn't remember being in school and having so much going on like this with the kids that age. And then yesterday's video that I was watching, they were talking about the problem that apparently now people are seeing with the kids. And so I thought that is so funny because we're going to be talking about children because I told you guys a couple episodes ago when we were talking about marriage and we were talking about just trying to create a life where you're not feeling like it's chaotic. Parenting your children and having your children behave is a huge part of that. Nobody likes to have a house full of disrespectful children, right? I'm sure we can all agree on that. And unfortunately, in the times that we're living right now, I think everyone's had pretty much enough and there is some concern coming up. So to me, I'm not going to get too much into gentle parenting because I have not really sat down and looked into what the whole point of gentle parenting is. From the little that I know, from what I understand is that previous generations were raised by our old school parents, right? They would just yell at us. They weren't the type to like sit down, have a conversation with us, ask us like, hey, what's going on with you? Why are you behaving this way? How can I help you? Like they weren't that type. They weren't raised that way. They were straight up old school. They would tell you to sit down, behave. They would spank. And now things have changed and everybody's trying to do things better, which is awesome. Like I think everybody learns from previous generations. I know there are things that I've learned from my parents what to do and what not to do. And then I've developed my own style. And I've also built new ways with my husband because he's also a separate person who has been brought up very differently than I have. And so together, we also come up with our own way to parent our children. But I do have certain things that I do that I believe in. And I think some of that old school is needed. It really is because kids need structure. Maybe you don't need to be out here beating your kids, but you do need to set the tone in your home so that your kid don't play with you because kids are extremely smart. I have three, you guys, okay? My oldest is in her 20s. And so I have a pretty good understanding of how kids operate. And I can tell you, kids are extremely smart. They pick up on things real quick. They will figure out how to get their way if they can. They are going to challenge you. I'm sure if you're a parent, you know, they are going to challenge you. You're going to grow the most as a parent. You can do so many things in life, but parenting will 
will have you grow so much. It is amazing and rewarding, and the love that we have for our children is indescribable, but you know, it is challenging. And when you are able to set the tone with your kids for them to know like, hey, I'm the parent, I'm the adult, and you need to operate with some respect. There are rules that you need to follow. And then also throw in there learning how to communicate, because I think that's the key. I don't even necessarily think that it's gentle parenting that we need. I think it's just that we need to be better at communicating with the kids. And I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I'm perfect or that the way that I have done things has been perfect. But I will tell you, my kids are pretty good. And that's one of the compliments I've always gotten. Even when my kids were like two, when they were little, my kids were always getting complimented on their behavior. They never ran around acting crazy. They were always loving and respectful. They followed direction. And when they didn't, there was consequences. And that I think is the hardest thing. I think it's hard for us sometimes because we love our kids and we don't want to take away their things and we don't want them to be sad. And so we give in. But I think that type of behavior also is not so much the kids. I honestly think it's the parents. If we are able to learn how to parent and stick to the rules ourselves, we would do such a better job. So I'll give you another example. You have, say, a preteen acting up and you're planning to give her a gift or take her to a trip. But she has been just doing horrible, messing up in school, talking back, being extremely disrespectful. And you're thinking she doesn't even deserve any of this stuff. She doesn't deserve the gifts. She doesn't deserve the trip that I'm going to take her to. But instead of canceling the trip because you're just like, but I already scheduled this and I already, you know, have this planned and she's going to love it so much and we're going to have so much fun. You decide to go. So it's things like that that teaches kids that no matter how bad they are and how much they don't follow the rules, they know you're going to give in. And those are hard decisions. It is hard to decide as a parent, oh, we came to this party and as soon as we got here, you want to act a fool. Now we're leaving. You don't want to leave the party. So you stay and then your kid is just running around acting crazy, right? And everybody's like, what is wrong with your kid? No, we have to get our kids and go, hey, if you don't behave, we're leaving. And you know they want to stay at the party and play, leave. If they don't get it, leave because that lesson is going to teach them that. If they aren't behaving and they don't earn a trip or they don't earn a gift, cancel it. I know it's going to be a lot of work. Maybe cancel it or reschedule it for a later time and don't tell them that, but don't reward bad behavior. That is one thing with my kids is they know if you guys are not going to follow the rules, I'm not that parent. I'm not that soft that's going to go, okay, here you go. No, I don't have to give you all the extra things. I don't have to do that. We do it because we love you and you guys do great. They get good grades, they behave, they're good kids, but I don't have to do that. And so they're very well aware especially now that they're getting older, that that's how we operate. You don't get rewarded for acting up. And another big point is the way I expect you to act here in this house with me and your father is exactly how I want you to act in school. And so they understand that the teachers need to be respected. If there's a problem, you need to tell me about it, but they need to be respectful. And I think that the concern that I see from all the videos, because the videos that I'm seeing are people are concerned with the generation and how disrespectful they are. You have teachers quitting left and right because the kids are just extremely disrespectful. You have people in the customer service industry, in retail stores that are coming on and they're making videos talking about moms who bring their kids to say an appointment somewhere and the kids are over there in the waiting area just knocking the magazines off the table and then the moms are sitting there on their phone and then they'll look up and go, oh, isn't she cute? No, no. 
No, not really. The problem there that I see, and I'm sure if you guys walk around for a while, you're going to notice it too. I think that some parents, not all, but some parents, they are more concerned with capturing the behavior to post online versus addressing the behavior. I will never be for those videos that we see where the child is acting up and then the mom comes and tries to talk. No, put the phone away and parent your child. And people don't like to hear that, but it's the truth. We're living in a time where people are more concerned with how many views that video can get, how many people they can have follow them, and they're missing the entire lesson that can be taught to that child. So when these kids are growing up, I don't even blame the kids. It's not their fault. They're children. Let's be real. Kids and teenagers, even though teenagers want to act like they know what's going on, they still need parenting. We are the adults. We are the ones that with time, as we lived our lives, as we learned some lessons, we have the knowledge, we have the wisdom, we know how things operate. Our kids need that. But we are living in a time where people are just so concerned with social media views and popularity from strangers, and they're more concerned about capturing the moment instead of actually driving through that lesson, making sure that your child understands what they did wrong, why there's a punishment, why there's consequences. And what's going to happen if we're not paying attention to this is imagine the future. Our kids are the future. So the future people that you're going to work with in customer service is going to be these kids that are acting up right now. If they are like this right now, and if it continues, what are they going to grow up to be like, right? We're going to have to deal with these people. Like I'm going to be an old lady dealing with a disrespectful 20, 30 year old that is trying to help me at a store. Like who wants to deal with that? And we see how bad it is already. So I don't think that this is going to work out for us in the future if we don't nip this in the butt. For me, the way that I parent is this. I don't listen to what the world tells me to do with my kids. I'm going to do what I think is going to work based on my experiences, based on what I see. I mean, we see things in the world all the time. We can take those as lessons and go, okay, what do I need my kids to learn? What kind of people do I want them to be? And then it starts with you. You have to kind of parent yourself to be that parent and know the process that you're going to follow and stick to so that they can learn as well. And your kids will learn. I honestly think it doesn't matter how crazy your kids are acting. There is something that is creating that behavior. There is a reason that they're acting that way. And through communication and also just holding your ground and not giving in, not letting them rule you, you can figure out what that is in a loving way and help them through it because they're probably going through something. People try to blame social media. They try to blame, oh, well, technology's fault. It's technology's fault. It's the government because they keep pushing all this stuff. And I agree. Like, I think there's so much going on in the world that is not beneficial for our children. Our kids, unfortunately, are the target on a lot of stuff. But I can tell you this as a parent, and it's hard because again, you have to be the type of parent that doesn't give in because the kids are going to want iPhones. The kids are going to want iPads. The kids are going to want to be online all the time. They're going to be wanting to have social media accounts at like 10, 12 years old. I've even seen like five-year-olds, six-year-olds on social media with their own accounts, which I don't even understand that. For what? It is not safe for children to be out into the internet all like that. And so to me, the world can do whatever they want. But in this house, I will decide what devices my kids have. And I know I'm not oblivious to the fact that my kids can leave the house and have access to things through their friends. 
And that's fine. Like, I'm not going to stress out about all the things that I can't control. But in this house, we're going to teach some lessons. We're going to talk about how to be online in a safe way. We're also going to talk about how to make decisions, whether you grow up wanting to be online or not, because you don't have to be only because that's where the world is. You don't have to be. There are a lot of people who don't have social media because they don't need it for work. They don't really need it to see everybody and what they're doing. They communicate with their family and their friends through text or calls. They see people, they travel, and they don't really need social media, so they don't even have it. And so teaching your kids that there are those options as well, and also teaching them safety on being online, how exposed you are when you're online. And then you decide what access you give them. Your five-year-old is not going to be on social media if you don't create the account for them. If you don't give them an iPhone, they're not going to be bombarded with all of the crazy things that they're going to see because that's where they're learning this stuff. They're seeing it on TikTok. They're seeing it on Instagram. Then their friends are talking about it at school. So you have to, unfortunately, I came to a point in my parenting where I want my kids to enjoy their childhood for as long as possible. And I used to always tell them, listen, enjoy being a kid because you only have this little short time to be a kid and you have the rest of your life to be an adult and do whatever you want to do as an adult. That's not going to go away, but you know what is going to go away? Your childhood. So enjoy playing, enjoy having fun, enjoy being a kid. So that's one thing we've always told our kids. And the funny thing is that now my 20 year old is like, I wish I was a kid. All this time they want to grow up and then they grow up and go, oh, okay, yeah, no, I'd rather be at home playing, (laughs) you know? And so no matter what goes on in the world, you guys, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but we can instill some of these things and decide what access we give our kids at a young age and what access we don't. We have to protect our kids. The world don't care about our kids. They're going to go and show the kids and tell the kids all kinds of stuff. So one of the things that I've realized is just having conversations with kids nowadays, there are things that my mom would have never talked to me about at such a young age. She would have waited until I was old enough to tell me some things or give me warnings. I am very big on communicating with your kids and explaining things so they understand. And so I realize that the way the world functions, I have to unfortunately have certain conversations with my kids because I know they're going to go to school and they're going to see these things. And I want them to understand. I don't want them to get their knowledge and believe things that they see out in the world because so-and-so said, because someone saw a TikTok video and then all of a sudden that's the truth. No, life doesn't work that way. You are lied to all the time. It's propaganda. Like we have all these conversations with my kids because I realized I can't baby them like I want to. I, I want them to enjoy their childhood and they are, but I also want them to have that knowledge and learn from a young age so that they grow up making decisions for themselves. Don't listen to what other people are telling you. Don't react immediately. Do your research. Educate yourself on a topic and remember what we're teaching you. Remember what your values are, what your principles are, what your family values, your faith. Bring in all of that because then you'll be able to make a good decision for yourself. So that's how we parent. But I wanted to talk about that because I think that is a huge huge important thing that we need to discuss and implement in our home in order for our home environment and our lives to function with less stress. Parenting, marriage, your home environment, those are three topics that I wanted to talk to you guys about because they're extremely important. From there, if you're the person that's like, okay, I want to be a coach and I want to start my own business, you're going to have such a much better advantage in being successful in that area if you have 
have an environment at home that is functioning because I can't tell you, and you already know probably, I'm sure, anything you try to do, if your life feels chaotic, it just feels 10 times harder to achieve the other things, right? Stress is not fun. It's harmful. It's the cause of so many illnesses. Being a parent is extremely important. It's not like something that we can just give up. Yeah, there are some parents that give up on it. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about. As parents, we are our kids' example. If you're the type of parent who's an alcoholic, if you're the type of parent that is surrounded and hanging out with just toxic people, and you're bringing those people in your space where you're raising your children, if your children are around them, which they probably are, if you're hanging out with toxic people, your kids are around those people too. I saw a video a long time ago. This woman said something like, why would you expect me to allow you around my children when you're extremely toxic and have been extremely harmful for me in my life? Why would you think that I would have my children around? And so people in the comments had a lot to say about it. And I thought, I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense to me because if somebody is making me feel attacked, if I feel like you're extremely toxic and you bring nothing positive in my life, you're not somebody that I would want to hang around with. You're not someone that I feel has good intentions. Why would I want you around my children? I have been so big on this forever because if somebody is like that, they're not only going to destroy you, they're going to destroy your environment. They're going to destroy your marriage. They're going to destroy your children. They're going to destroy everything around you if that's how they operate. So I am a big believer in that. And so as parents, we have to also question how we show up and how we live our lives because your kids, even though they're being influenced by the world, you're going to be the main one. It's their parents. They're going to look at you guys and you're going to learn from them. There has been times in my life where I've been like, oh my God, I have turned into my mother (laughs) because there's certain areas where I'll say something or I will do something a certain way. And that's how my mom used to do it. And sometimes I look at my kids, my girls, they are their mother. Let me just tell you, they are like me, which is so funny because even when they have complained about, you know, if I was too strict on something, now that they're older, sometimes I hear them talking, they're telling stories and I sit back and sometimes I'm like, wow, They literally think like me. They act like me. They think about their lives like how I think about my life. And it's so interesting to watch, especially as they're getting older. So just remember that we have to challenge ourselves. When I decided, okay, I want to get healthy, it was because I wanted my kids to learn how to be healthy. When I decided, okay, I want to do this, it was because I want my kids to learn how to dream. You have goals. Cool. Learn how to plan. Learn how to have confidence and go after it. Learn all of these things. I want to teach them that. But in order for them to learn that, I have to set the example. Not by just telling them. They have to see me do it. If I wanted to lose weight, they had to see me do it in order for them to know that if one day they get to a place in their life where they feel unhealthy, that they know, hey, I remember my mom did it. I remember my dad did it. So I can do it too. I tell them all the time. I know there has been times where you guys have questioned like why you can't get access to all the devices and all the things. And the funny thing is they have them. They just don't get them every day to be on it for hours and hours and hours doing random stuff. So everybody has all the devices. They even have iPhones, which I don't give them. I give it to them during specific times, but what they take to school is a flip phone for me to be able to call you and text you. That's it. I don't need my kids on the internet. I know they have access to the internet in school. They get access to the internet at home when they're on the computer doing homework. They know how to use all these things. They have access to all the stuff, but it is in an environment where they can make sure they're not just, you know, how can I explain this? Have so much access to it that they just start getting in front of things that they don't even need to be seeing. Because let's be real, this is the problem that's going on with the iPhone. If you have a little computer device in your pocket at all times, you're not only 
only going to pull it out to look up anything you need to learn for school purposes. No, you're probably going to be watching trash, <laughs> right? You're probably going to be scrolling. You're probably going to be looking things up that you shouldn't be looking at. And so to me, it's like when you come home, you have your computers, you have your things, you guys can use them. You guys can go online. We've sat down and I've shown them and I've also told them random things are going to come up. If you're on YouTube searching something that you need to see for like my youngest, she loves to crochet. Okay, cool. Go on there. But we've also talked about being careful with things that pop up. There are certain settings that I can set on there so that things don't pop up. And so there's definitely some things that we can do where our kids can have access to things, but not have access to everything because they don't need it. No one is going to protect our kids more than us. And I can tell you, the more you protect your kids and you get in front of this right now, the less of an influence the world is going to have because the kids behaving this way, I'm sure more than half of these scenarios, it's not that the parents are teaching them this, it's that they're being influenced with what they're watching and social media and the world. But then you have to ask the question is, why do they have so much access? Why are we giving smartphones to children that are are so young that if something crazy comes up on their TikTok, on their Instagram, how are they going to process that information at such a young age? Who has access to our kids when they're online? So you have to ask the question, does your young child need a smartphone or can you just give them a flip phone? Does your young baby need to have a social media account? And those things you do have control over. Could they hide it and create one? Yeah. And those are the ones that you're just like, okay, well, I can't control it. But the chances of a five-year-old and seven-year-old lying and creating a fake account or creating an account behind your back is probably really low. The teenagers probably yes, but then those are the things that you can't control. But in your home, at least you're setting the tone. When we think about bullying, that was one of the things that I remember hearing about how when we were growing up, if you went to school and you were being bullied, when you left school, you went home and that was your place to relax because you didn't have social media, you didn't have computers, you didn't have the internet, all like that. And so people weren't bullying you online. You didn't see it. You got home and that was the time where you just got to rest and you knew you were safe. And then you had to go to school the next day and deal with bullying, right? Well, now you have bullying at school, but then the kids come home and then they go on their social medias and they're being bullied on social media. So they never get a break. So there's so many things that I think if we start changing how we operate in our home, what access we give our kids, even though it's hard and they're going to want all the access. And if your kids had access forever and taking it away is going to cause chaos, just go through the chaos. It's better because then you can implement some things and also help them. Because I promise you all this access is not doing them any good. It's probably what is creating them to act the way they're acting. Their nervous system is probably all over the place. Let me just tell you, <laughs> which is going to be a whole nother topic that we're not going to get into, but it's worth it. It's worth it for their health, emotionally, mentally, physically. It's worth it for you and your spouse because you're going to have a home that operates a lot better. It's going to be more peaceful. It's going to be less stressful. It's going to be more loving. There's going to be better communication going on. Your kids are going to be good. You guys are going to be good and your home environment is going to be good. We have to not only set ourselves up for success, we have to set our children up for success. Trust me, you don't want your child to grow up and be disrespectful, toxic adult because they're not going to do anything great with that. Nobody's going to want to be around them. They're not going to do well at work because if that's their personality, chances are nobody's going to hire them. Nobody's going to give them opportunities because of the way they are. And so we have to make sure that we are paying attention to this stuff. And we're not just so stressed out with the world that we are checking out and we go, here's your iPad, go play. Here's your phone. Yeah, sure. I don't want to hear you yelling. Here's your phone. Just take it. I'm 
I'm done. Don't give up on your children. Don't give up on parenting. I know it's hard. It's not easy, but it gets better, but you have to stick to it. And if you're someone who is on social media and you create content, stop creating content with your children. Your children should not be content because what ends up happening is you have trained yourself to capture every moment. There's no privacy. They're constantly in front of a camera. Think about it. We weren't in front of cameras. There are times now that I've realized, oh, I actually like keeping certain things private. I don't need to share everything online. I don't need to tell the people that I know on social media everything about my day. I actually enjoy having privacy. Imagine how your kids are going to feel when they grow up and they see that they never had privacy ever. That would stress me out. We need to stop creating content with our children. We need to stop putting our children's entire temper tantrums on the internet for strangers to laugh at and critique and judge. We need to give them respect and privacy as well. It takes a massive level of maturity in parents to be able to acknowledge some of the behavior we do. You know, I'm really big on listen. I'm not perfect and I'm going to mess up. And I am so okay with saying I'm sorry to people that deserve it. And I'm also a big believer that I can't change anything that I'm not recognizing. If I keep saying, no, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. Or if I keep defending the bad actions or bad behavior that I do, I'm never going to put myself and allow myself to be in a position where I recognize that that needs to change. Sometimes it's hard for people to see what they're doing is the problem. You know that saying, am I the problem? Yes, girl. A lot of time we are the problem and we can change and then it'll trickle down to everything else and everyone else. But you have to allow yourself to have an honest moment. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell your friends. You don't have to tell anybody. Have a moment with yourself and call yourself out and say, is my behavior causing this stuff? Am I worried so much about clicks and views and entertaining strangers so that they can follow me on social media instead of actually putting my phone away because I'm addicted to it and being in front of my child and parenting them, communicating with them, trying to figure out why they're acting this way, try to build a stronger bond, try to talk to them about life where they're looking at me and my face isn't on a phone. Because I also think that some of that is happening. We're not sitting down and taking ownership and responsibility of what we're doing. But then we expect the children to behave and do what we're not even teaching them to do. Remember, your children learn not by what you say, but what you do. They are going to grow up and be a representation of how you raise them. I promise you that. And for those people that say, oh, no, you know, my parents did a great job and so and so grew up and they were horrible. Yeah, you have. Obviously, it's not going to be 100 out of 100, but the majority of children grow up to be a representation of what their parents were like and what they taught them and the environment that they set for them. So make sure we're paying attention to that because it's important. All right, friend, that is what I have for you today. I hope you found it helpful. Take care and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.